The following is not suitable for children because Jiggles likes to cuss. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tucker. I'm Jiggles, and welcome to the Bench Riders Podcast, the show where we talk about philosophy, psychology, science, culture, and ideas. Yep, and we just wanted to get on here and let you guys know that the audio is going to sound a little different once this episode starts. There were a lot of growing pains that came along with starting this podcast, Um, so we're actually recording this in a different place than where the episode was recorded, but we still thought it was important to put out these early episodes because they represent the start of this podcast, and so hope that you will bear with us with that. How you doing today, Tucker? I'm doing okay, I'm doing okay. It's been a... uh good time that we've been trying to get this one actually recorded so (laughs) this is like our third attempt uh not the third time we recorded this thing but our third day we've sat down like we're gonna record this and then it doesn't happen so third time's the charm um i'm getting my first tattoo this week so really excited about that i forgot about that i am yeah tell the people what it is so they can identify you on the internet (laughs) Um, I'm getting, me and my wife are both getting, uh, versions of Eevee. Well, I'm getting an Espeon, like, she's getting Eevee. So, the Pokemon, in case Eevee is not obvious enough. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Juggles? Um, it's been a good week so far. I, uh, I've been productive. I've got some work done. I figured out my, uh, my neural network. It's a little, it's learning. When I saw the, uh accuracy percentage go up i felt like i was watching a child take its first steps (laughs) i've been working on that shit for like two months and uh we're there um other than that i've been uh hanging out got some uh job propagations going on so we're hoping for that um today we are going to talk about george levinger's relationship stage theory and Tucker is going to introduce that topic for us. This is Tucker here to remind you that, as my brother would say, we're just two dumbasses neandering into a mic, and we get things wrong, and we're sure not qualified to teach any of this stuff, but we're trying to get our voices out there and be okay with making mistakes along the way, and we hope that you'll be merciful and patient with us as we do that. George Levinger, he was born in 1927, and he passed away actually pretty recently in uh, 2017. Um, he studied uh, social psychology. That's what his PhD was in. He got it in the from the University of Michigan back in 55. And uh, throughout his life, he taught primarily at the University of Massachusetts. Um, And most of his work outside of teaching was on close interpersonal relationships. Um, His goal was kind of to link uh, his work on interpersonal relationships to some of the work that had already been done with, like, more surface-level friendships and things like that. Um, And throughout his life, he actually contributed a lot to the work of relationships and psychology, um, so much so that the Society for the Study of Interpersonal Relationships gave him a 
uh, Career Contribution Award back in 1990, and he was actually the first person to receive that particular award. Um, but the thing that he's known for most and the thing that kind of sums up how he was trying to, you know, combine the two thing, the two branches of relationships and, uh, and friendships was he contributed to a book called Close Relationships, and in his chapter, um, he focused on his model that tracks relationships from beginning to end. Um, and it's called the ABCDE model. Uh, so each one of the words kind of co coincide with a, uh, what do you call it, like a section of the relationship, oh, a point in the relationship. Um, not that every relationship goes through, but a point in uh, the relationship cycle. So A is for acquaintance or attraction. Um, B is for... Are you about to sneeze? B Don't is for <laughs> false alarm. B is for build up. Uh, C is for continuation. D is for deterioration, and E is for ending. And basically, the argument is that pretty much every relationship goes through at least some of those stages. If it doesn't, then the stages it doesn't go through would be deterioration, ending. If the relationship goes on. Um, and that was, if you think about what he was kind of trying to do, he's kind of combining these, like an acquaintance and how you go from that to having an interpersonal relationship with somebody. Um, so I've seen it used for like close romantic relationships. I've also seen it used just kind of like broadly, like for friendships. And so that idea and this, and we're going to go over how, what we think of each word and each point in the ABCDE model when we discuss this. Um, but we're going to kind of assume that we're talking not just about romantic relationships, but, you know, every friendship and relationship that you go through for the sake, at least for the sake of the arguments here that we're going to make. So you ready to go ahead and get into this? Oh, I'm ready. So, Tucker, I'm going to start with a question for you, because as a computer scientist, we know that this doesn't apply to my life. So, uh, do you think, like, do you see this sort of model play out in your personal relationships, or do you think it's just, you know, a textbook definition for something that doesn't really have one? Um, I think it does a pretty good job of showing the life cycle of relationships. I think it's pretty vague cuz like and I think part of the vagueness allows it to kind of you know, it can apply to a lot of things because it's not getting super specific. Um five stages for a complicated thing that humans go through is not that many. So, um no I, I do, I will say, I like that he chose, like, A, B, C, D, E. It makes it super easy to remember. <laughs> oh, it's clever. Um, and it, yeah, so it, it, it works in that way. It makes it super easy to remember. Um, I, I guess my, my gripe would be, um, overall, is that 
I don't know that I'm I'm pretty sure on the thing um it some of the stuff I was reading it talked about how like you know obviously not every relationship goes into deterioration right and not every relationship is going to go into build up either right but I feel like there's maybe a um maybe he would argue that I guess what I was going to say is I feel like there's no like way to to jump back up maybe it's like if you imagine you've got like this friend that you've been friends with for a while so you imagine you're like in the continuation stage and then like things start to die down like say one of you moves so like you kind of like are not close friends anymore so you stop talking you'd be like in the deterioration phase right but what happens like they move back and then like all of a sudden you're friends again I guess maybe he would argue that it's a new friendship starting. I don't know. Or maybe he'd say, well, you were all, you never left the continuation phase. But I feel like, you know, does that make sense? Like, you'd be jumping back up. There's no, like... I mean, I think you can definitely jump back up because... Or, I don't know. Because I think the argument that you never left is valid because it's like... Like, when I go a long time... Like, I haven't seen my friends from... Uh, <laughs> good old community college if you're anyone like me Uh, i haven't seen any of them in a while but like when i do see them it will be like when we do hang out even though it's been over two years since we all left community college it's like you know it's like we kind of haven't really changed all that much it's basically the same so i guess there's an argument to be made that even though we don't like talk a bunch like it's still we're still in that sort of whatever phase like we're not deteriorating in the sense that like we don't like each other i think like we want to not be friends it's just we've sort of grown apart i think i guess there's a difference maybe yeah and i guess we should maybe define like you know um like at least from what i understand like acquaintanceship you're kind of talking about that first level where it's like somebody you know Maybe you hang out every now and then with other people or you see them at school or work or something and you hang out when you're at school or work. Like that's what I think of when I think of like an acquaintance. Yeah. Somebody you're following on Instagram, you're probably not like messaging them, you know, privately. Um, but there's somebody you know. And then like, um, you know, especially if you're thinking relationship, like a romantic relationship, like you have acquaintance or like attraction, that'd be like you meet somebody build up I would think of as kind of like the honeymoon phase right you're yep. like you're you're really attached to each other um or things are building and then eventually if your relationship would survive the honeymoon phase you get to continuation and that'd be like you know you're married or you're in a long-term relationship like people that you know that are in long-term relationships they would be in like the continuation phase yeah and then if you were like going through a divorce um or you're starting to go through a divorce like you're starting to not be you would be heading into the deterioration phase of course deterioration takes a long time even like in a marriage right so say like somebody moves out so that'd be like a step in the deterioration phase and so but then like maybe you're still having contact with each other because you got to figure out who's taking what and you got to figure out who's you know how are we working with like Things like insurance and all that kind of stuff. And then maybe you define, like, when you sign the legal document that you're divorced, that would be, like, the end, I guess. Um, I just felt like maybe we should, like, go through, like, yeah, what, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's the way I would think about it. I feel like it's the simplest way to kind of think about it. Um, 
it's a little le- more vague with like just friendships. I th- although I still think it works. Yeah, it definitely still works. Um, but I think it's easier to think about it if you're trying to explain it more like in a romantic relationship kind of sense. Friendship, it would be like if you're in like a friend group maybe, or there's like a couple people of you who like hang out and then like <laughs> you start vibing with one person as the kids say vibing. And then um, the Zoomers, the Zoomers, you're vibing, you're Zoomers. Those that listen to Olivia Rodrigo. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to some Olivia Rodrigo. You're vibing. You got the LED lights on, not on red. And you you start vibing with one person and then like slowly it just becomes like y'all hanging out kind of would be like the attraction for friendships and then build up would just be, I guess... (laughs) <laughs> you too. Uh, one of the things I I like about the build up the the um, description it has here is it says we get irritated by one another, which I think is something interesting. Is like it's sort of the phase where you're you have a strong enough friendship where you're able to get annoyed by somebody and it not be like the end of the world. Whereas like if you immediately like the first impression like in the attraction phase if you get annoyed by somebody it's probably not going any further than that right (laughs) that's true and maybe so maybe i'm defining it wrong talking about the honeymoon phase for build-up because maybe we're already past that in build-up yeah i think (sighs) like build-up is like the point where it's becoming something more because you're able to start getting annoyed with each other and it's okay well i think you can be annoyed by people in the honeymoon phase depending on Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Maybe you just don't say anything. Maybe, yeah, maybe you just don't say anything. Maybe you're just annoyed that they listen to Olivia Rodrigo. That was, I dropped a rock. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I dropped a crystal. So, what do you think, like, about the way that, like, in your experience, I guess? Do you, what do you feel like you define as like an acquaintance then? An acquaintance to me is someone with which I am like, like there was this guy in one of my computer science classes. We were absolute homies in the class. (laughs) Didn't have each other's number. I don't have like his Instagram but we vibed in the class, but outside of that, there was no contact, just because we were different people. And I mean, maybe it could have gone further, but, you know, it just never did. And so I think, like, an acquaintance is someone, like, you're with, you enjoy their presence, but you don't necessarily seek anything further outside of what is necessary. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I know, you know, you go through, like, high school, you have friends that, like, I mean, we we were homeschooled, but we went to a co-op. Um, but, you know... Notice how quickly he was to defend. <laughs> but we went. <laughs> but we went to a co-op that shall remain unnamed. Um, but uh, we went to that. So we did have, like, friends we saw, you know, a few days a week. And I feel like there are people that when we were there, it's like I'd hang out with them. But after graduation... It's like maybe I'm follow them on Instagram or I'm friends with them on Facebook, but I'm not like I don't 
necessarily like miss them. I miss the time maybe, yeah. but not, I don't miss the person. I wouldn't like text them. I mean, most of them cause I don't have their number, but like, that's what I would kind of think of as an acquaintance. Like acquaintance is like, I guess like the point, if you think of it as a funnel, like an acquaintance is where you're going to have the most people yeah. at any point in your life. Like you have the most people as acquaintances. And then it, when you get to build up, it's going to start to shrink. Cause we can't like keep up that many relationships. Um, I think I want to say there's like a thing about like people can only keep up about maybe it's 150 or 250 people that they know or something like that. That's and, a lot and, of people. And that's including like family, you know, like they can't, their bubble can only be so big. We don't have, you know, we can't have an unlimited bubble, but I guess what I'm saying is acquaintance is going to be the biggest, the biggest thing. And then when you get to build up, it's going to start to shrink because you're not going to have as many people in that phase. Yeah, you're gonna have like five. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I would think of like an acquaintance being like somebody like that I know from like college that I follow on Instagram still, but I've never DM'd. Maybe just to like like their post or something. Um, and I haven't talked to them since the last time we were in the same room. Even though, like, you know, I hung out with them in class or I hung out with them at a college event or something, but not. Not an, I never probably went to like like hey let's go out to dinner this week or like you know let's go here and hang out like it would just be like stuff that we happen to both be at. Do you think that the internet has helped us see like <laughs> this is gonna be a little weird? Do you think it's helped us sort of come to terms with how kind of like how little our friendships are with these people based on the fact that. At any point in time, if we wanted to, we could reach out to them, even though we may live across the country. Whereas back then, like, you know, if you say you leave college, it's like, unless you write them notes, it's like, you don't, like, see, like, you don't have, like, that, well, I'm not talking to them. Like, you have an excuse, kind of, that maybe you hide behind. Oh, I think definitely. I don't even think you have to go back before, like, you had to write notes. I mean, even, like, in the days where you had to have a phone call, like you can imagine, yeah. like I mean, the amount of people that I would personally reach out to, even by text, like compared to the amount of people I follow on Instagram or something. Um, I do think it. I feel like it offers like a safety net because, like, when you're say you're like going through a huge change in life, like you're moving or you're graduating. Since we're talking about college, like you graduate, especially if you're graduating college. Because people tell you when you're in high school, well, you're not going to see a lot of those people. And I feel like you don't believe it. You <laughs> never do. <laughs> you don't believe it. But when you, get to nah. co- when you get to college, it's like, yes. You, I feel like you're a little more aware. I feel like in one sense you're like, oh, well, college friends matter more. But on the other sense, the people that you like just hang out with in class and stuff, I feel like you know. Like, when we're out of college. Yeah, those like, don't matter. Yeah, it's like, um, I mean, I think of people that were in my graduating class. I spent classes with this, like, I can think of one guy. I spent literally classes every single semester with him for, like, four years. And he's really cool. And, like, I never say anything bad about him. Super talented dude. Um, But I've never reached out to him after class I mean it's like I wish all of the best to him but I follow him on social media you know I'm friends with him on Facebook and like 
that but that's it you know You're just not that important to each other right well, well i think it's i had a thought <laughs> i lost it <laughs> um i think it's i think part of that is in college it's like generally you live there and so it's also you have the choice of who to hang out with there's also a lot more people so it's like yes you're kind of like co-workers in a way is in the sense that you're both at the college but you also like hang out with each other like generally your best friends at college are not ones you have every single class with um so there's like that more choice whereas in high school you're kind of just thrown into a melting pot of the community's children for better or worse and you gotta live with that yeah yeah um so i guess to answer your question about social media i I do think it has it is sobering because like we see i see people every day when i log on instagram that i have not talked to and some people from high school um i'm not gonna say how long it's been because it makes me sad (laughs) how old i'm getting but it's been over five years years. for some people (laughs) (laughs) um and like people that i graduated with that at the time i was like it was like the most important thing that ever happened to me. I don't know, you know, and it's like we shared this like huge experience in life and it's like I followed them on Instagram and I could tell you like, oh, they got married at such and such last year and oh, they're having a baby and oh, you know, but besides that, it's like that's about all I know. Um, and maybe I know what job they do now, but that's about it. Some of them I don't even know that. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, sorry. <laughs> I do not remember anything about, I I know, I remember, or not remember, I know about maybe two of the people I graduated with, the rest of them I have no clue, I don't even follow most of them on the social medias, so we had a bit of a different experience. (laughs) I probably follow half of the people I graduated with on like Instagram, so. And your class was twice as big as mine. (laughs) And twice as big as at a homeschool co-op. Don't imagine like a big thing of room. Imagine like more like more like a small like gathering, um, small family gathering. Um, well, don't say family gathering because homeschoolers have big families. That's fair. <laughs> um, but uh, what do you think about like how do you how would you define the build up then? Like moving up, you know, we're moving just down the list. I think the buildup is when, is that first moment, one, you're, like, excited to see a person, and two, you do things out of your own free will together, when, like, you're, you, you kind of spend some of your free time to be with this person, and I think that's a big uh, a big indicator that you're in the buildup, in my opinion, because you don't like I. I never did that in high school when I just didn't have to be at high school. I wasn't. I wasn't there. I didn't see any of. Yeah, no, I agree. Like at the point where you're starting to make an effort to see somebody, when you're like, you know, if it's like a somebody you see in class, and all of a sudden you're like meeting this person on Saturday afternoon for coffee or something, like now. Now you're friends. You're now that relationship has changed from 
one of the 30 people in that college class with you to somebody that you had coffee with on Saturday. So I think that, yeah, I would agree. I know when I was in high school, when I graduated, there were a small like handful of people that I hung out with that summer. And those people I talked to a lot more. Some of them have like, you know, continued to the people that I talked to from high school continues to shrink. But I talked to those people a lot longer because I'm, it, you know, I made a point to see them that summer and we made a point to hang out. And so I would, I would, you know, say that was when we were kind of in like that build up phase, which allowed things we could reach the third stage maybe. And like, in the continuation phase where the relationship kind of exists, even though I moved away to college because we did the build up stage. Whereas everybody else that I never saw again, I've still never seen again and never talked to. Uh, besides when we went to that, we went to a reunion thing for my oh, high school. Don't remind me. <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> but, uh, so it was yeah. good. It was good. But if any of you are listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was fun. Um, but yeah, no, I, um, that's, I think that was, that's how I would like, that's what I think of when I think of the build up stage, um, is that point, like you said, I agree with you that it's that point where you, you're making a point to see somebody you're, you're maybe you're texting instead of like just responding on a social media DM or something. Oh, you if know. I text someone, it's, yeah, if, <laughs> if yeah. someone has my number. And it's not a strictly business. <laughs> like, it's not like, hey, did you do this project? I'm waiting for you. Like, I need this information. If it's outside of that, it's it's already in the buildup. Oh, yeah. Like, if I've given you my number, it's, it's already, like, if you have my personal number, it's already a thing, <laughs> pretty much. Unless it's for work or something. Like, but, so, what do you think about, like, the continuation then? How, how do you, cause I feel like that's the, Maybe the hardest one to define because... Yeah, continuation, you only experience with very few people probably. Uh, at least for a long period of time. Like right now, I probably don't have a ton of people. Probably less than 10. And like the that I would consider like I'm in this phase with them as far as friendships. Uh... But I mean, I, I think it makes sense. Like that's when you're sort of like committed to it, and it's no longer like you're friends with them. It's kind of like they're more a part of your life, and like like your life would significantly change if they weren't in it. Is I think a good way to define it. Um, or like it would hurt a lot if they weren't if they like left. Because I think in the build-up phase, if someone leaves, like if you're honeymooning with some person you met off of uh, Tinder <laughs> for like four weeks and they leave, it's like you're sad, but you're <laughs> you're like not crushed, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think continuation too is you have something that um, there's a uh, there's a a uh, a scene in season two of Stranger Things where one of the characters said, tells two people, you have the most important thing, shared trauma. And, um, which is 
funny in the moment, but I think that there is something to when you've been when you've reached the continuation phase, you now are not like sharing memories with each other. Like you have memories together. And that's something that you don't have like with an acquaintance typically. Or you don't have like yeah, maybe you have like work stories with somebody or, you know, you remember you're like, Hey, remember that class we were in together or something? But you know, when you get to the continuation phase, you have like personal memories that you could share, you know, with somebody where they, it's like, oh yeah, you were there kind of thing. Does that make sense? Am yeah. I, I, I feel like that's not very clear, but it's like more, all right, we're going to go, uh, we're going to go, uh, hippie a little here. So bear with me, <laughs> but it's kind of like the I'm idea bearing. Of, he's bearing. It's kind of like the idea that you are made up of all of your experiences. And so the more, you are with someone and the more they're part of the life the more of that you kind of become and so when you lose that it's like losing a huge part of yourself yeah yeah no i mean definitely i i mean i have um you know roommates and friends that i had in college and when i had to go back to where i was at school to go to a wedding earlier this year it's like you know we can immediately just like jump into sharing like all of these like things that happened talk about you know things we did or places we hung out back when we were in college because we have those like shared memories together um whereas you know with some people that i saw that was more just like somebody i went to school with it's more like hey you know, how's it going? And then after you, I mean, that was my experience with, I, I guess to put these two together. When I went to my, to the reunion thing we did for high school, every time I talked to somebody, it felt like, it was like, <laughs> hey, so what you doing now? Or you say, hey, how's it going? And they say, good. And then be like, a moment of pause. And you like, nod, you nod. So what you doing now? Or how you, you know. Like, what do you do now? And then they would say that, and you would say what you do now, and then it'd be like, cool. Cool, man. <laughs> and that would be the end of the conversation because they were just acquaintances. Whereas people that I got to this continuation phase with, like when I went for the wedding and I had, like, some of my college friends, it's like, you know, we could talk for, like, two hours. You don't even ask what you're, like, what are you doing? I mean, yeah, generally, we know. They, they know. We, we know, But yeah. it's like you don't even, like, have to really catch up. It's like you just start hanging out like it was back in the day. Right. I hadn't seen them in some of them in like a year, but it, it, you know, but we're following each other on social media. We're texting every now and then. And then like we get together, it's like, we're just, we're talking about, you know, drama at college or drama that's going on at college now. And like things like that with people that we still know. Yeah. So like that, I think, I think kind of defines the, the continuation phase, maybe. It's the phase, the longest phase, I would say. Yeah. Like, besides people that never leave the acquaintance phase. Like, because you're going to have people that, you might have, you might work at the same place for 40 years and walk <laughs> by the, like, have one person there that literally you hang out and you talk and they mo know basic things about you. Like, when you got 
married, when you had kids, they know how many kids you have, they know if a kid's in college, all that kind of stuff. Know how many grandkids you have even. But besides that, you've never talked to them outside of work. And they never leave the acquaintance phase. But con- besides that, I feel like continuation is probably the longest one. Like if you've ever had a long-term friendship or you've had a long-term relationship, for most of the point of it, you were in like the continuation phase. Yeah. Yeah, just the... I don't even know. And it <laughs> I had a thought, I lost it again. And it can be defined broader now i feel like because now it's like you don't have to see them personally at least in my opinion i don't feel like you have to see somebody personally to keep it in the continuation phase yeah no not at all um so you know it can be a text you can send memes back and forth sometimes that's how they like so yeah we have the power of thousands of miles of cords going under the earth (laughs) called the internet so what do you think about the deterioration phase? I don't know. It's kind of hard to define because, like, I feel like for some relationships there is, like, a decaying phase. I, I mean, I guess it does kind of make sense when you, like, talk and then you it starts to get lesser and lesser and maybe you stop hanging out, but, like, you still talk every now and then. And then eventually it's like that just kind of ends and it's like you just have fully grown apart at that point. Um, I don't think it has to be like a dramatic thing. I'm sure a lot of them probably are. But I think, I, yeah, I guess it's just you slowly grow apart. I guess that would be the deterioration phase. When you stop, stop, I guess, growing in the relationship. And it's more about just, you know... <laughs> I don't know how to say it. <laughs> I have a thought that hit me when we were talking about the continuation thing. Okay. And I was waiting till now to say it. Um, but when you mentioned, like, you... Uh, what did you say about the continuation phase? We were talking about the, the memories thing. Like, your, the, your, oh, the, some the, of your experiences is... That like, your experiences create you. And so when you have a lot of experiences with people, it becomes a bigger part of you. Right. They're a bigger part of you. Yeah, that's what you said. Um, that is what I said. And I was talking, and then I had kind of piggybacked off that to say the thing about, you know, you're creating memories together. I feel like at some point in the deterioration phase, I see your eyes, you already know where I'm going with this. It's like you stop creating memories together, maybe. And like, because I feel like a lot of times in the deterioration phase, at least now with the internet, it's like you can become where it's like, hey, remember when we did that thing? Yep. And it's like, yeah, that was cool. You know, (laughs) um, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, it becomes more about the memories that you made and not about the memories that you're still making together. Does that make sense? Oh, so like, it's kind of like you're just like, you see that person, they remind you of all the memories, but you're not actively really making new ones with them. No. So it's just like reminding you of a past relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It almost comes, becomes nostalgic maybe in a way. Oh, it is nostalgic for sure. And I don't think I don't think that all I think that's more with friendships because obviously relationships, romantic relationships, have more of a definitive. I feel like deflate. De, I was gonna say deflation, but like they have a more definitive. I feel like continuation, and then there's a point where things start going wrong, and then there's a. Defin- oh yeah. There's typically a romantic relationship typically ends when it ends. It's a breakup or a divorce, and there's like a definitive moment. You'd be like. We ended here, but 
with a friendship, typically you don't text your friend and say, yeah, we're done. <laughs> I'm yeah. no longer your friend anymore. Well, we don't, like, define our friendships. We kind of just let them happen naturally. Right. Which is probably how we should do relationships, too. But <laughs> Yeah. That probably wouldn't work very well. I scratch that. <laughs> I, I feel like, too, if I had to give, like, examples, I feel like when you're in the deterioration phase, at a certain point you realize it and you decide whether it's worth jumping back into trying to jump back into the continuation phase or whether you're or whether you're going to let it happen i feel like you consciously you realize that you for sure when you decide to take like a month to answer their text (laughs) yeah or like you're texting and you go from like texting all the time to like mostly maybe just responding to stuff on instagram and then all of a sudden, like, you have this big life event, and you didn't ever text them, and they find out about it on Instagram instead of, like, a personal text. Like, yeah, it's, then you're, it's like, rough, man. and you realize, wow, I haven't talked to them in, a, you know, two months besides when I, you know, when they responded to my thing on Instagram or were like, that's cool or something or. Cool, man. Yeah, like, or they sent me a meme and I hearted it or something. You're like. I feel like you, at that point, you realize you're, like, in this deterioration and you decide whether whether it's worth keeping the... I mean, I had a friend that I saw all the time in high school because we were in a lot of different things together. And so we became friends to the continuation phase very almost easily because we saw each other like four or five times a week because we were in multi- we were both like homeschooled we were both the same co-op we were both like involved in the same activities outside of the co-op like we just it's like it was hard to not be friends <laughs> almost impossible because otherwise you just yeah like, you just see someone fucking 10 times a week yeah if you're seeing them like if you're having to spend hours upon hours with somebody you it's either just... become friends or you're miserable <laughs> yeah then. it's just like, less painful um but and then we, the continuation phase lasted after high school for a little while. And then it was like, there was a point where I remember we messaged on Facebook. And it's like the first time we had talked in a while. And it's probably my first semester of college. And even though I saw them all the time, it was like we messaged on Facebook. And, and when that conversation was over, it was kind of like, I still don't know if I've sent them like a personal message since. It's like... You you almost could feel it, and then it, you can feel it's like this person, like they almost become a stranger. Yeah, and, and at like, that point, you have to decide yeah. whether it's worth. On the flip side, I have another friend from high school that I hadn't seen in a while, and like we met up and like, you know, and had coffee, and so like, it's like you you decide whether it's worth the going out of your way going back to that point where you have to like go out of your way to make something happen. <laughs> yeah. Or you accept it. And I I think it can be sad but also be what's the best thing to do at the same time. Be the reality. You, you can't I don't think that the takeaway from this should be I need to assess everywhere what every one of my friendships are and try to keep them all in the continuation phase. Sometimes it's just it's time, you know. It do be time. What do you think about the end? I mean, I feel like we're already touching on it. But. Yeah, the end, I think it makes sense when you, like, I think it's when you accept that it's kind of over. Mm-hmm. I think when you realize it would be weird for you to message them 
Yeah. Like, it would be an event for them. Like, they would, like, tell their current people. They'd be like, oh, get someone, like, messaged me from high school, from, like, six years ago. Um, and it'd be, like, this big thing for them. And, like, maybe it'd be exciting. But I think when that happens, like, you kind of do have to start all over. Yeah, maybe you're, maybe at that point you are back into an acquaintance, back into going into build-up. But, yeah. Just starting over. I mean, I think, like we've already said, with the romantic relationship, the end is very easy to define. There's a point where, like, you either break up or you divorce or something. And typically that makes it easy to define the deterioration because when you do break up, typically you're like, yeah, I think it's time. It hasn't been the same for the last four months or something. Yeah. Like, And then you, you can literally define deterioration. Like, you can be like, this is the point where things started going wrong. Now's the end. But with regular friendships, I feel like... It's harder. It's There's not... I feel like, like you said, I agree with you. There's this point where you decide, when you accept it, you re- recognize that I haven't talked to them in a while. Or maybe you recognize you haven't... You, and you don't just you don't message them. Maybe not because it'd be weird, but just because maybe it's just time. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, you don't have anything to say nothing to them. Nothing to say. Maybe it's just it's time to not be involved with that person, maybe. You like their graduation posts, and uh, then you move on. <laughs> I feel like, because when I think of, um, I've heard jokes about people saying, you know, I found out when I got older that being an adult and being friends as an adult is just endlessly saying, we should hang out sometime whenever you see them, like, somewhere, and then never hanging out. Yeah. Um, But I feel like with our generation, with, like, millennials, I mean, not that we're millennials, but with Zoomers and, like, especially younger millennials that, like, because, like, you know, our parents had to reach out to old high school friends on Facebook and Instagram. And That's true. Like, they had to re- go into those friendships that doesn't mean everyone went back to like this build up and stuff but they had to personally reach out to this people i mean our our mother has her her maiden name in her facebook thing because so that people from high school can look her up partly um but um also like (laughs) what we as, like, the people who've grown up and were teenagers during... I mean, I had Instagram as in high school, or at least I got it soon after, and I had Facebook in high school, and so I was already on there with these people, and so I feel like now it's not the every time you see them or every time you talk to them, it's, we should hang out. Now it's just endlessly, like, liking their new baby pictures on on Instagram or, you know they post that they're going to the gym or something. And you're like, yeah, man, get it or something. And like, just endlessly doing that until we all die. <laughs> and then, you know, and then the, the, that part of the relationship ends when like somebody passes away and then the account is gone or something. Like, I feel like that's. And feeling bad when you don't like it. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. But I, I feel like that's the, cause like I have friends from high school that every day I see their stories and I don't respond to them, but I, I, like I, we said up front, like we know the bare bones things about them and like, it'll be that way until one of us unfollows each other or something, which I have had that happen too, but yeah, that's the natural process. Yeah. Eventually somebody cleans out their. I've had people who like, they, I'm like, I guess when they cleaned out their friends list last time, like I didn't make <laughs> I didn't it, make the cut. <laughs> you just like, you get on there and you realize, Wow, I haven't seen so and so post something in like 
a while and then you get on your friends list and you don't see them on there and you're like oh <laughs> well or you look them up and then it says send friend request <laughs> <And> you're like <laughs> wow because it doesn't tell you when you don't when you're not friends anymore so cold cold <laughs> it is kind of cold <laughs> Yeah, it should make it to where if you want to unfriend someone or unfollow someone, you have to send a formal message. <laughs> request. Formal. Yeah, you have to request it. That way, it's like a breakup. Like you request. Oh, yeah, physical. Breakup. Do you consent to this relationship ending? <laughs> um. So, I guess I feel like. I feel like this is one of the more practical things we've done on this podcast so far. As far as, like, what would be a, we would want to leave people with? Because I feel like this is something that everybody can see. You know, we've talked about, are we insignificant, the earth revolving around. <laughs> but, like, we said in that one, you don't wake up every day and that, like, affects your life. But I feel like this one is, like, this happens yeah. in real time. Like, we, I mean, we just shared examples of, like, this happening in real time with us. Yeah, you can go to your Instagram and check. Yeah. <laughs> check your follower account. Fun fact, I... Am, have floated around 100 followers be, from like people unfollowing me and then me meeting new people and then following me and my goal is to stay in the triple digits but every now and then I'd get back down to 99 and I'm like <laughs> hang on I know I gotta I gotta go get out there follow friends of friends and so what do you what do you think is like what would be what do you think your your takeaway and keep in mind that like this is, i feel like this advice maybe is actually like i mean we try to make the advice important and maybe you know a takeaway that affects our lives but this one's i feel like easier because this is life <laughs> all right here's my takeaway you gotta not be scared of let's hit my microphone you gotta not be scared of the first phase, what's it, the A, what's it called again? Acquaintance or attraction. Phase. Okay, you gotta try that out with people. Get new experiences. Learn new things. Follow the baddie on Instagram, you know, go for it. Why not? Um, it. I don't mean to interrupt you, but <laughs> I, it's funny you said you're scared because I feel like if there's one phase that I'm always scared to make the jump from, it's acquaintance to build up. Most of my friends who've made it to continuation have been because someone dragged me from acquaintance to build up. <laughs> like someone did that first thing where they're like, hey, we should do this or something. Because yeah. I feel like that's, that's anyway, I was just saying. No, I get you, I get you. It's scary. And then you got to go from there and let it happen. But you also got to... When when a relationship is deteriorating, you gotta just accept when it's over. Don't don't you know? Don't be hanging on. That'll uh, it's not good for the uh, the old soul. And that's my my two cents. Mine is similar. I feel like like you just said, not being scared to to get past that first stage. Um, I think it's it's also good to like evaluate your friendships and figure out what stages they're in. So you know what to expect too. Like it's make a spreadsheet. You put them all in there. <laughs> Maybe not a spreadsheet, but um but it's it's good to understand like where your fr- like we know that in our head. It's like if something happens and like 
like I need somebody to pick me up for something. Even if you don't have like a list of people who you're like, mm, these people are in the continuation phase. It, you know who you're going to text first. <laughs> like, and you know people that you know that it'd be weird to text them. <laughs> like, um, you know, there's a reason you don't text like somebody you just hang out for work when like you need somebody to drive you to the hospital because you broke your leg. Like, um, and maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> but like you said, I, I would agree that with more, I mean, with romantic relationships, I feel like it's easier to typically like accept the stages, um, at least for what they are. Not that it's less painful because typically those are more painful, but there's typically a definitive end. But I think it's okay to admit sometimes that friendships have ended. And it doesn't mean that always the best thing is to try to get it back to some sense of continuation when it's deteriorating. Um, something my wife has said to me before, and I know me and you have talked about this, but um, sometimes I talk about like, man, I miss so-and-so. And I've even changed the way I talk about it. Like when we've talked, because I say, I'll tell her like, I miss so-and-so. And she'll say, do you miss them or do you miss like the idea of what that was or you miss that time and um and sometimes I'm like yeah you're right it's like I miss them I'm nostalgic for that time I'm nostalgic for the memories we had but do I think it would work out trying to make new memories no no <laughs> um so in that sense it's like you're you accept that that the relationship has ended and I know you know, we had a conversation probably two or three weeks ago about a mutual friend that we shared back when we were younger. And we were like, we talked about like, I missed the time. I missed back then. And I missed the time with them and the memories with them. But I don't miss, I don't think we could make new memories. <laughs> so, so that would be, that would be my, my takeaway. I think that would be my quote unquote advice. <laughs> Shoot your shot. Slide in the DMs or whatever the kids do these days. Next time you like, you're like, man, I really want to like ask this person out. Instead of thinking, I'm gonna ask this person out. Think, I really got to get them from the attraction or acquaintance phase. To the build Just up go up phase. and ask them if they would like to formally enter the build-up phase from the attraction phase. Yes. And see, the the risky thing is, is they might not even be in the attraction phase with you. That's the game. If you can guess that correctly, then you're a winner. But you guess that wrong, and it's good. Good luck next time. It's like you're standing on like, um, like two platforms, and they're on one platform, and you're on the other, and you're like, and you're like, are you ready to jump to this next platform? And they're like, we didn't jump to the first platform, and you look down, and then you start falling because you're not standing on anything like a cartoon character. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um. I I definitely I definitely think that you know don't say <laughs> don't say uh, join the build up phase with me. <laughs> I've heard that people like stories to flirt now, so I guess I gotta start learning the meta of that. <laughs> <laughs> Jiggles has got to get up to date with the uh, with the meta of. Uh, I gotta get up to the meta of. Uh, <laughs> of how people date now. 
I for for those people that don't know, I I got dragged into the build up and continuation phase of, of the of the marriage that I'm in. So I did not do very well in the not that I'm not not that I was dragged in the sense of being unhappy, but that I was not the one initiating a lot of the things. He was presented with the do you want to enter the build up phase? <laughs> yeah, I was the one presented. Um so uh yeah, I, I I don't really have anything else, do you? I don't think so. Okay, well, um, as we always say at the end, like the podcast, um, join the join the build-up phase with the podcast. Do um, it. And then join the continuation phase, and the good thing about this continuation phase is it never deteriorates. Make a parasocial relationship with us. Yes. <laughs> um, and then uh, get on the comments and let us know what you think about you know, or give us an example. Like this is when I had somebody that I literally knew when it was getting deteriorated or something like that. Maybe try to define the deterioration phase. I feel like that's the hardest one to define. Um, and we'll respond to it within ten business days. <laughs> yes, ten business days. Um, that is not a accurate. Uh, that's not a guarantee. It's a we'll try. <laughs> um. It's our, how we define business days, and for us, we only do this podcast <laughs> once a week. So there's might be half a year. <laughs> so the business days only count on the days that we're, we're working on this podcast. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, like the podcast, join us, join and become become a continuation relationship with the with with the podcast. You have anything else to say? I do not. Okay, well, I'm Tucker. I'm Jiggles. And this is us signing off. This is Jiggles coming at you with some sources. Not too many for this one. Uh, For George Levinger's life and sort of his background, we found Wikipedia the most helpful. So go check out Wikipedia's article on him. And then for his ABCDE theory, we found changingminds.org particularly helpful in describing it and explaining it.